This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com. Donald Trump swept his uh, primaries yesterday, and now he's all gloating, and he's saying, you might as well call me the presumptive nominee, why don't we? We're going to be joined very soon by somebody from Global National Washington, uh, their bureau correspondent, and uh, talk a little bit about it. But let me set it up right now. Here is uh, what he sounded like. I mean, it's classic Trump, but after uh, last night's victories. I started off with 17. I'm down now. I'm winning it. It's over. It, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's over. These two guys cannot win. But There's no path. So why would I change? You, you know, if you have change? a football team and you're winning, and then you get to the uh, Super Bowl, you don't change your quarterback, right? So I'm not changing. Winning. He's all Charlie Sheen right now, right? I love how he's totally ignoring the press. He just hates the press so much, Donald Trump, right? And he just will not talk. He's like Harper with the press, only on speed. Remember when Harper wouldn't talk to anybody? He's like, you know, I mean my sweater vest. I'm not feeling you today. I'm not talking to you. You or you. And now we've got the opposite, right? Because we've got Trudeau who wants to talk so much about himself that he's planking on desks. It's like, okay, holy moly. But uh, we're joined right now on the line by... R.T. Pohl, who is a uh, global Washington, National Washington Bureau correspondent to talk about Trump and what uh, went down yesterday. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, so Trump, he is pretty uh, pumped up right now. He says he considers himself the presumptive nominee for the Republican Party in the presidential race. And what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, he's not wrong. Um, Because if you look at the math after last night's primary contest, he is the presumptive nominee. Uh, It is. He said it and uh, it's, you know, it holds true to the facts. Mathematically, all of the other candidates are have been eliminated after last night. He has 954 delegates. He needs to get to 1237. These are numbers uh, that we keep hearing 1237. And there's still 616 available. If you do that, addition with the other two candidates, Ted Cruz, John Kasich, they can't get there. It's, it's actually impossible for them, even if they win every single delegate. So is he the presumptive nominee? Well, it's looking pretty good for him. There would have to be some sort of catastrophe for him to, to not get the nomination right now. But that's why we're seeing Cruz and Kasich sort of form this alliance to try to stop him uh, from getting to that magic number. So it still is an open convention in July. Whether or not they'll succeed, of course, we'll have to watch what happens up till uh, mid-June, which is when we'll see the last few primary contests. Um, And there are, again, 600 delegates still up for grabs. So it could be a contested convention, though that remains a realistic possibility. That when he gets there, that they're going to say, okay, well, the first vote doesn't go down. They get to introduce maybe even a new candidate who isn't even, uh, you know, like they could uh, bust out Mitt Romney again, couldn't they? Absolutely. Like, I mean, in this sort of a situation, uh, even strategists who have been doing this for decades would say uh, this hasn't happened for years and years and years. So it's it's really something to look at and to uh, revisit, too, what the rules are, what what has happened in history and what is a possibility here. And it leaves the door open to that for sure when we're looking uh, at all of the numbers here. by saying when he says presumptive nominee um, by the primary contest, which right. is the conventional method, he's not wrong. But, of course, uh, that could be something that would change in uh, the nominating convention again in July. 
the only question that people would put forward to that if he could be stopped, which is, of course, the question that a lot of the anti-Trump movement, the Republican establishment have had for so long, is look at how he's polling. He's polling so well in all of the upcoming primary races as well. Um, so not polling as well, though, against when you put pit him, put him beside uh, apparently Clinton, you put him beside Hillary as far as the race right. goes and he's going to lose. And he actually I want to just jump onto this for a second, if we could. Sure. He uh, pretty much said that Hillary's pulling the woman card. Can you speak to that and what went down yesterday? Oh, oh goodness. How did that go over? Uh, well, certainly it got the media attention and. Um, not for no reason. That was uh, definitely an inflammatory statement that really rubbed people the wrong way. And it was important for multiple reasons. Of course, the statement in itself by alleging that a female candidate is using the woman card. He went on to say that, um, you know, if she was a man, she wouldn't be doing uh, so well, as one can imagine. That's not Yeah, because that, that always well. happens. <laughs> That's not something that sits well with a lot of the voting contingent, of course. And not just Democrats, not just Hillary supporters. Um, Also, Republicans are not reacting well to this. And we know also um, that, for example, Ted Cruz today put, uh, you know, Carly Fiorina out there uh, as a female vice president potential for his ticket as well. Um, So, you know, the, the... Support from women is very important, and Donald Trump is viewed very unfavorably um, by, you know, when we're looking at exit polls. That's one area where he has to do a lot of work, and instead by saying something inflammatory and unfavorable, um, like saying that a female presidential candidate is using the woman card, um, that doesn't play well into his favor. And probably, you know, Hillary had, uh, you know, quite a powerful response in saying, hey, you know, if playing the woman card means fighting for uh, health rights for women and standing up for women's rights, then, you know, deal me in. I will play that so-called woman card. So and they're so great. Uh, kind of backfired, you might you might think, for, for a second. But again, you know, the Teflon Trump nickname exists for a reason. So uh, we'll have to see how it plays out as well. Very quickly to wrap this up, I want to ask you, what, did you see any of his uh, state on foreign, his uh, comments on foreign affairs today? He did a little press conference. And uh, if so, did you notice the voice change? I mean, there was actually a physical, uh, 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 you could hear it, an audible change in the way he delivers, uh, you know, a speech. Absolutely. This was definitely Donald Trump coming out as a presidential candidate. It was very different from what you saw even last night, um, you know, 12 hours earlier, less than that, actually, when he spoke at his victory speech and he was back to his name calling Crooked Hillary and, you know, Lion Ted and and uh, all of these sorts of, uh, you know, terms and statements that he makes that are, again, not favorable and insults. Yes. When you saw him today during his foreign policy address, he was presidential, of course, in his tone. He was on prompter. It was scripted. He wasn't going on ad lib and off the cuff. He wasn't as enthusiastic as perhaps he is in his more ad lib, non scripted speeches. And, uh, you know, some strategists who we spoke to today say this is sort of um, giving a, a taste to the public, sort of, of credibility from Donald Trump. Now that his camp is assuming that he will be going forward in the presidential race, he has to come across not just to Republicans in winning that nomination, um, but also to Democrats and to other undecided voters across the country. To do that, you you can't just always um, be 
you know, off the cuff that speaks to a certain amount of people. But as you mentioned uh, while we were discussing earlier, he's not polling well against Hillary necessarily yeah. in every capacity. So maybe this will help him in, in, in that way. But it was definitely a different tone. Very, uh, very obvious to notice. Yeah. I really appreciate you joining us today, RT. RT Poll, Global National Washington Bureau correspondent. Hopefully we get a chance to talk to you on the show again. My pleasure. This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.